The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. My name is Benjamin Shapiro, and I'm the executive producer of the MarTech Podcast. And today, we've got a special go-to-market episode for you, which is going to be guest-hosted by Jordan Crawford, who is the co-founder of Blueprint. Jordan is an expert in all things go-to-market, and I'm thrilled to invite him and his friends to take the mic and share their knowledge with you, our loyal MarTech Podcast listeners. Okay, here's a go-to-market episode of the MarTech Podcast with guest host Jordan Crawford from Blueprint. My name is Jordan Crawford from Blueprint, and today we're talking all about go-to-market. Now, this week, we've already chatted with Kyle Williams to talk about market pain scoring, context on mental models. As a quick refresher, Kyle is the founder at Brickstack. Brickstack helps B2B companies service their best insights from their TAM. Now, today we're talking about pain scoring case studies. So Kyle's going to help us make sense of how do you take this in real life and understand real customers that are in pain. How are you doing today, Kyle? I'm doing great, Jordan. Thanks for having me. How are you? I'm doing just fantastic. Thank you so much for asking. So today we're going to structure these sort of go-to-market teardowns. Now, we don't have much context on the companies we're going to be chatting about. And let me give you kind of the position about how we're going to do this. First, we're going to look at their website and see if we can find sort of big buckets of pain that they solve. Then we're going to talk about how can we find indications of that pain in the market. Then we'll talk about different ways to quantify that pain. And finally, we're going to do some messaging to wrap. So each of these teardowns will be in sort of four parts, and you'll get the sense to understand how Kyle thinks about this. So we're starting with IHearEverything.com. This is a little meta here. This is uh, Benjamin Shapiro's podcast company here. So Kyle, maybe we can start here by talking about what you see on the site and what are the sort of big buckets of pain that stick out to you? As you described, normally the way I would do this, I would sit down with Benjamin and we would go through what does your market look like and what are some of the heuristics in your head? We don't have that luxury today, so we're going to have fun with it. And we should be close, though. Well, we should be roughly on track. So as I look at I Hear Everything, which is my understanding is the umbrella brand that the MarTech podcast is a part of, which is the podcast network and then this content as a service. So on the site, it says, isn't it time you stop choosing between awareness and growth? We build audience influence that drives demand. We make new media products that combine the power of audio with the impact of digital advertising. So when I read that, you know, I see there's a podcast network. So it makes me think there's a lot of podcasts and I see content as a service. So it sounds like we'll do this for you. 
solving the trade-off between awareness and growth, classic marketing problem. Are we making people aware of what we solve? Or are we actually getting results? So it sounds like what I hear everything is going to help me do is everything from how do I set this thing up for myself to how do I make sure it's working? And I click through on this content as a service, give your brand a voice, automate every step. And then it's got these three sections, property development. So ideation through to hosting and copywriting and newsletter templates to launch planning, so training the host. So it's, that sounds like the, if I'm launching a podcast, you're gonna train me how to do the interview to ongoing operations. So all the details that make sure this stuff, the email capture, everything that makes this work. Yeah, this is a lot, right? Boy, Kyle, this is hard. They do so much. It's like, where do you start? Maybe that's actually, the answer is in some of this, the big size of the question, which is, I imagine a lot of the CMOs or marketing leaders sort of intuit by looking at the name of the podcast and who the folks are on the site is that's likely we're talking to marketers who are, I would guess somewhere between they're trying to launch a podcast and run the strategy, or they've launched the podcast, it didn't really work because it couldn't track everything, or we've got a podcast and we're doing a TikTok strategy and we've got 80 things, we've got so many spinning plates that they're falling over and we need someone to help manage. Like we, we put all this energy up front, but now we really need to put this thing on, on rails and make it just go. And the key thing that you and I will chat about all the time is that going to market about launch planning or ongoing operations are two different things. So we may find indications that people are having challenges with launch planning, but that may not mean that they're having challenges with ongoing operations. So this targeting, as we'll talk about later, is also an exercise in messaging. So which of these threads do you want to pull? Do you want to talk about launch planning, operations, or sort of the strategy, the property development piece? I would imagine that each of these buckets is very valuable and worth having a conversation with. But for the sake of today, I would go with we've launched something, but maybe it's not as successful as we'd want it to be. And we just need some extra air cover that I hear everything would be able to support. So I'd pick that bucket of, I don't know, I'm trying to come up with market categories at the same time, but I guess we'll call that the like wobbly plate example. <laughs> yeah. This is why, you know, generally this is hard to do without understanding context, because it may be that Benjamin Shapiro has great case studies in ongoing operations or property development. So for the sake of this, we'll talk about launch planning. And this is a good place to start because we can usually identify public signals that people are attempting to launch something and they need some help. So let's actually get into quantification or sort of indications of the pain. So Kyle, walk us through how you might think about how do we find people that are need help with a sort of launch planning piece? One of the first things I'm going to look at, and, and a lot of what we're doing at Brickstack is we're looking at how your prospects talk to their customers. And so a lot of that is on their website. We'll keep that focus for today of what are they doing on their website that gives us indications of what they're doing. So who's in that launch planning, maybe challenge of launching a podcast and making sure that it's working for them. So if I look at a company, first I'm going to look at, are there signs of life from a go-to-market perspective overall, maybe separate from media, right? And that's maybe often a challenge that we have when we're doing go-to-market is to not be so myopic on the specific problem we solve, but to look at how does this fit into our customer's environment? So how is this going to solve something overall for my prospects? So do they have certain calls to action on the site that tell us something about the nature of the way that they fill their funnel today? Do they do free trials? Do they do a newsletter? Do they have a podcast today? If I go to their pricing page, you know, do they have different sales motion that tells me that they have a high or low contract value? That's going to tell me a lot about the way that they're, you know, they're struggling more with that awareness side of the funnel or the growth side of the funnel. 
I love this thread that you're talking about because one of the things that you also might look at is community. So maybe like pull on that thread, right? If you really care about community, a podcast seems to be a great place. Right. So the more of these things that we can map of sort of what are they doing today, then we can start to look at gaps and maybe challenges with what exists, right? So to your point, right, if you have a community, but you don't have a podcast, you might be missing on a key way to engage that audience where you don't need to go in and DM everybody to figure something out, right? Like you'd have this really engaging and you probably have a pool of guests sitting in your community, right? You have sort of an out of the box plan that you could run. And then the messaging just pops out. We're just talking about two dimensions, right? Do they have a podcast and they have a community, but there might be three or four different ways you can talk about the pain that that you might be having managing that community in this case. So we want to get that overall map of like, what are they doing and not doing? And then we want to drill into the specifics of where I hear everything might fit in. So one pattern that might come up is they have a podcast. So this would be, we struggle with launch planning, right? So we launched a podcast maybe a year ago, two years ago. You know, I know a lot of folks did this during the pandemic. Everybody's at home. So we're all going to listen to podcasts. And you had six episodes and you haven't had anything since mid 2021. So the plate has crashed in this example. So we want to go map indications that there's a gap. We're trying to drive awareness or growth. We've made some attempts at that and something's fallen off. So we have a community and we have a podcast. We haven't been posting on it or we have a blog, but we only had six posts in the last year. So something about there's an attempt, but we're struggling for some reason. And the hints are that that's towards the like the management of this process that's making it challenging. Yeah. And one of the things that we talk about is how can we find tension? For example, if we are able to identify who are people that maybe have made some podcast motions, but you might not know from that alone if they're successful as a company, right? And sir, you can look at things like employee count, et cetera. But what if we looked at spend on Facebook, which you can kind of reverse into with traffic data and some other ways. So if we can determine that they're doing some successful other channel motions and they're just dipping their foot we might have some more confidence that we like what they're doing, right? So can you talk maybe just a little bit more about tension and then maybe dive into the quantification of the pain and ways to think, are they in a dollar pain, a $5 pain or a $10 amount of pain? You hit the nail on the head with a lot of that of like, what is the size of the overall volume? Are they getting a lot of traffic to their overall site? Are they getting traffic maybe to some of these sub pages? So there's a huge difference between, say, the pricing page and the community page. And that might tell you something about the nature of the dynamics of how people are interacting with their brand today. So you know what their potential is. You're also starting to paint this picture of going back to the homepage for I Hear Everything. Is this, do they have awareness problem or do they have a growth problem, right? If they have really low traffic on some of these subpages, then maybe it's an awareness problem. But if they're driving traffic to those pages, then maybe it's a bit more of a growth thing, right? I'm struggling with, we did the podcast, but we couldn't prove that this was doing anything, which it sounds like I hear everything is going to help me with. And that might be where we want to focus some of our messaging. So mapping out where is the biggest tension for this group and where are they trying to relieve it? And then these failed experiments, the podcast that only has three episodes, tell us where, you know, we tried to relieve the tension and it didn't solve our problem. And so we want to make sure to highlight that when we talk to them. Time for a one minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then. And instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. 
No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. What you touched on a little bit a couple minutes ago was just about bucketing. This is really important. This information on its own is the difference between observation and insight. So can you just dig in a little bit as we're doing this? These are great data points, right? But what do I do with them? How do I use them? Why aren't these just observations? Yeah, I think that's a great point. So that is just a massive challenge we've talked about. If I just call out, hey, I saw you have a podcast. Do you want it to run better? That's probably not going to land very well, right? We want to start to I think of an insight often as just it can be taking multiple observations and combining them together. And the great thing about that is you can repeat that, right? Because I'm making different specific types of observations. And when I combine them, it's almost like a formula. You launched your podcast this long ago. And since then, you've posted this many episodes. Now, that might not mean anything in the ether. But if I look at a thousand brands that are doing something similar and I can benchmark them and compare them, well, then suddenly now I've got an insight, right? Which is you launched your podcast in 2020. About 50% of B2B brands launched their podcasts in 2020. We all just like, we can't go to a trade show, so we're going to do a podcast. And then you had six episodes, which actually puts you in the maybe bottom 50% of those that are still running them, right? Which tells me something. And I can just describe that. So now I'm looking at benchmarks. So the combinations of observations, right? Because I've made a lot of observations, I now have the ability to bring new insights because of my expertise. To your point, right? We want to look for those patterns that start to show up combined with the unique perspective that Benjamin and the team and I Hear Everything have to bring to the market. Yeah, and that unique perspective is really great because I think we talk about this as the problem of, I see you raise money, I like money, can I have your money? And we're always in sales thinking about solutioning. How do I trick you to reply? And this is not that at all. This is more, what do you know? What things are obvious to you being in sort of the podcast world that are not obvious to your customers? How do you take that from your past customers and bring that to your leads? So you had touched a little bit on messaging here. Can you give me a flavor of how does this not become a tactic, right? Just something that you deploy and actually move to an insight. And then just outline a little bit more for me about what implications this has for messaging and targeting, et cetera. Yeah, so maybe to bucket those out separately is like, how do you make sure this doesn't just turn into a tactic? And usually the problem with tactics is if I do it today and it works and then tomorrow it doesn't, then it was probably a tactic, right? It's not built on a real insight. 
And then the second question, the problem often is we say, given that I have to say something to this company because they fit some search criteria I did, what bullet points of value props can I throw with them to see if they stick? And that's often the challenge is that we get the order flipped. And if you have your insights by looking at these observations to combine, you know what to say, or at least you have a good hint because I can compare what you're doing so I can benchmark you against maybe what I see from the best, which hopefully is my customers. So hopefully my customers are doing something that contrasts maybe what I'm seeing happen here. So that produces the ability to make some observations about maybe the state of what you're doing today, why you made some of those decisions and some of the challenges you ran into along the way. And then some of the learnings that some of those who are doing really well with this have gained and how you can do it too. So that messaging just sort of pops out by just making those really relevant observations. How you make sure you're doing insights instead of just looking for tactics, it really does have to be rooted in, you know, a lot of our conversation today is, is first starting with what is the pain that someone in my market is going through and maybe who's not. If somebody's not, right, I don't have a lot of traffic or I've got a podcast network of my own, so maybe I don't need as much help with planning these things or launching them. Now, that might have a different flavor, a different way that you measure pain, right? Because now we're looking at something like if I have 18 podcasts, well, now I have a new problem. How do I manage them and put them on the calendar and make sure I'm coordinating and are they colliding with each other, right? But that's actually a different problem that you may or may not solve. So it's being really honest about what is the actual being passionate about the problem and the prospect whose problem you're trying to solve and then being honest with yourself about where can we actually solve this? And maybe in some places, like we don't need to invest as much time on this group because they're kind of okay. Maybe we just give them a shout out or invite them to our community. Yeah. And we were just talking about this earlier, just about the concept of breaks and how do we identify companies that aren't good fits? Well, that actually wraps up this episode. So in our next episode, we're going to be doing more of these hot takes. Hopefully we'll be able to get through a couple more company examples here so you can see how this applies to messaging, targeting, and why this isn't just a series of tactics, right? This knowledge comes from your customers. It comes from the insight that usually exists at your company. If you have product market fit, it's just buried. So your first task is always to uncover the gold that exists in your customer's understanding. Thanks so much, Kyle, for being here. Tomorrow, we're going to do some more hot takes. Thanks, Jordan. See you there. Okay, that wraps up this go-to-market episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to Jordan Crawford, founder of Blueprint, and Kyle Williams, founder of Brickstack, for joining us. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Kyle, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is Kyle Will, that's K-Y-L-E-W-I-L-L, or you can visit his company's website, which is brickstack.com. If you'd like to learn more about our guest host, Jordan Crawford, the co-founder of Blueprint, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes, or you can visit his company's website, which is blueprintdata.io. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you could always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, or you can contact me directly. My handle is benjshap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to focus on keeping your customers happy. 
Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.